1: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Bread and Circuses podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hi
0: there. Okay, I was,
1: I was expecting uh, something bigger from you.
0: No, I'm not. I'm all done with. The, I've, I tried out about thirty or forty episodes with different uh, uh, different responses, and I'm tired of it.
1: <laughs> so it's going to be
0: either hi there or hello, and that's about it.
1: You got to move. Got to move on to something else. Yeah. Starts
0: a new game. That's going to be just my signature intro now, I think. Either hi there or hello.
1: Well, you have your signature sign off, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't say it right now because we're not done. Uh, that's not the
0: one where I go, fuck y'all. Is that the one?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. it. And speaking of not done, um, we're just getting started here. Uh, Crow and I have been talking to each other on the phone quite a bit this week, just getting fired up about a bunch of different topics. So hey, not, it never ends. We're going to topic vomit here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before we do, for those of you who visit the Facebook page, I appreciate it. I put a quote up there that's worth, I think, uh, worth thinking about. Uh, And this is from C.S. Lewis from God in the Dock. Uh, Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It may be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. Robber barons' cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point point be satiated but those who torment us for our own goodwill for our own good will torment us without end uh, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience they may be more likely to go to heaven yet at the same time likelier to make an, a hell of earth their kindness stings with the intolerable insult to be cured against one's will and cured of states which may not be regarded as disease is to be put on a level with those who have not yet reached the age of reason or those who never will to be classified as infants imbeciles and domestic animals and my point in reading that is we've talked many times about this whole idea of virtue and what makes you a good person and people who believe they can't do anything wrong harm more people than anybody else because they they're happy with their decisions, you know, this whole punch a Nazi thing. They can say, well, I wouldn't punch a human being, but I'll, I'll punch a Nazi. You know, it, it is no different than, you know, Hitler trying to dehumanize the Jews. You know, you just shut them up and shame them and turn people against them. And that's what the left does. And look, we can go through the examples, whether it's the Ku Klux Klan or segregation or Jim Crow laws. The left is the racist. They always have been.
0: Well, they're a bunch of ists.
1: Well, but they always have been. They see see that stuff in everything they do, and they project it onto other people. You know, and I just... There was one thing. um, For those of you who haven't seen the Ronald Reagan speech from 1964, in his support of uh, Barry Goldwater called A Time for Choosing, I really think you should re- you should watch that speech. And I would say read it, but watch it, because Reagan was a master at this stuff. And it's interesting to see what um, those issues they had now in 1964 are really no different than they are here. They've just had, you know, uh, fertilizer poured on them. They're much worse. They're out of hand. And listen to what Reagan is saying in that speech. I don't want to steal any of that thunder uh, but it's along the lines of what C.S. Lewis wrote here. It's the people who claim that they're going to take care of us, don't do us any good. They're the helicopter and bulldozer parents of the world. And when your government's like that, it's a bad thing. But when they, on top of that, see ill intent in everything people who oppose them do, you got a problem. It's, it's bad.
0: Well, you've got the pawns that... that- Follow along with that they they want that they believe that'll make their lives better to have a big daddy government take care of them um, and but they also think it'll make everybody's life better and if you just shut up and let it happen, we'll live in a utopia, but all you you know people on the right and you libertarians and you monarchists and all you know whatever label you want to put on it that says government isn't the answer you guys, you know, at this point, you should know better and you're wrong. And we're not going to try to explain it to you anymore. We're going to shut you up. We're going to shut you down. We're going to hurt you. And we're going to make it so that you can't stop us. And part of it is the dehumanizing aspect of it too, because, uh, you know, you see, there's been a report. Who who did this report? I can't remember. There's been over since Trump got elected, there's been over 300 and some odd. Uh, hate crime attacks against Trump supporters for being Trump supporters. Um, you know, for either wearing MAGA hats or... Didn't happen. Yeah, yeah it's a uh, hoax hate against Trump supporters. Now, I, I call it hate crime with quotation marks because hate crime is bullshit. A crime is crime. But you can uh, delineate why the crime was, uh, you know, if, if our Trump supporter was beaten and robbed, you could say, yes, you know, some guy went out and beat and robbed somebody without saying that, well, yeah, they targeted that person because of their Trump hat, you know, and they only robbed him because, well, shit, they already beat him up. Why not rob him? <laughs> you know? So you have to kind of delineate that kind of when you, when you talk about that stuff. But yeah, there's, there's been uh, a lot of that going on because they the media and the left and they have a huge voice, you know, no matter how much they say that the right, has a has a has a voice and it's it's dangerous. Jordan Peterson's dangerous. Tommy Robinson is dangerous, and they've got a voice and they're they're turning people into Nazis. Bullshit. Um, the ones that have a voice are on the left, and they're screaming at the top of their lungs that look at these guys. They're evil monsters. They're misogynists. They're racists. They're they're they want to destroy the earth in twelve years. The earth's gonna gonna be destroyed because of these fuckers. You need to stop them, and it's getting into their heads. It's getting into people's heads, and. They see a person with a Trump hat or they see a Trump sticker or a bumper sticker or whatever, and they, they go insane. They go, that person is a monster. I need to do something. Just recently, a woman got charged for seeing a MAGA hat in a car and getting so outraged that she slashed the guy's tires on the car. She got caught. Because- Allegedly. <laughs> it's Allegedly. Not, it, it happened. Uh, because because she was so worked up into a fervor against anybody who supports Donald Trump or anybody on the right at this point um, that that she dehumanized them. That person doesn't deserve to have that car, doesn't deserve to be able I need to hurt that person. What's the best way to hurt him? Well, in that moment, she decided to slash the tires. But if she would have seen a person walking by with a hat who, who – you know, well, there's been another woman going around.
1: To answer the question you didn't finish asking, uh, she probably wouldn't have done anything.
0: Well, yeah, because she's fearful. But let's say, yeah. I, you know, maybe she felt like she was going to get away with it. Yeah, sure. You know, if she wasn't get caught, if she could, if she could, she was on top of a building with a brick in her hand, and somebody walks by below, and she knows she's going to get away with it. Would she drop that brick on a maga hat? A, a head wearing a maga hat? She would. Um, and that's, allegedly, <laughs> and that's the thing we're 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 getting the dehumanization of conservatives, a political. Beliefs of people on the right, or people that support a president, and uh, it's really dangerous. And you know the Covington Covington kid scandal with uh, with the kids getting getting.
1: Um, oh, you mean when they got in that Native American Vietnam veterans' face?
0: Yeah, and we're arguing and, with those four, yeah sur- four black street preachers that were just pre- preaching the gospel.
1: When they surrounded Nathan Phillips and wouldn't yeah. let him wouldn't let him continue
0: on his path, and that evil, evil fucking smirk. That that yeah, kid just, had. Oh.
1: Yeah, that was you know that was the face of everybody who bullied yeah. you in high school.
0: So it that's that's a perfect example of dehumanization where and and, and it was just I mean it was immediate and it was it was hardcore. It, there was no it, there was no equivocating. It was these guys are bad guys. These dudes are are terrible. That they, they deserve your scorn. They deserve your ridicule, and they deserve to get hurt for what they believe or for what they're doing. Um, and it's it's making it's making things way more dangerous for for people on the right. I mean, I'm not going to walk into a restaurant wearing my Trump 2020 hat because I'm almost guaranteed that someone's going to spit in my food or cause a scene. And don't tell me it's not going to happen because there are reports left and right of having people having had that happen to them. Uh, There's a black guy that went to a um, cheesecake factory with his family and he had the audacity to wear a Make America Great Again hat. And he got harassed and surrounded and threatened by the employees of the cheesecake cake factory. I mean, as he should have been.
1: <laughs> but having so having yeah. much hate in his heart.
0: So it, it's, it is ridiculous what's going on here. Um, um, and I don't, I don't see it ramp down. It's only going to ramp up. You know, there's, there's no, there's no indication that it's going to change and get better.
1: Well, you know, they talk about dehumanizing. The left is always saying that, uh, the, uh, the right is dehumanizing people, and just this week, I saw two quotes, one from our, one of our favorites, Ilhan Omar, when she made her uh, stupid comment about President Obama, you know that she had to walk back because the Democrats weren't having it, where she said he was a pretty face, um, but he didn't really get anything done or um, Well, she's, she
0: was mad at him because he had a huge drone yeah. campaign that killed a bunch of middle Easterners, Muslims. Yeah. That made her angry.
1: So she said something about that and some reporter caught her outside her office and said, You know, would you I can't remember exactly what they said. Um, well you've said sort of the same things about President Trump, so does that mean you feel the same way about President Obama? And she said, That's ridiculous. Only stupid people say stuff like that. She goes, one is one is like a great human and the other one is not even human. Right mm-hmm.
0: there. And oh, then that do you okay. know who, I've heard that I've heard that kind of a phraseology before. Do you know who Paul Bagala is? Sounds familiar. Dude in the middle there. Picture.
1: He's on all the talking head shows on yeah. Sundays all the time. Paul Bogala is one of the biggest fucking pussies there is. He sits on those shows, that smug son of a bitch, and says things about people that he would not dare say if they were standing there in front of him. Because any guy who said that sort of stuff to another guy is going to get punched. Yeah. You know? deserve it. And uh, he said... Someone said something about that about Trump and he said or no, it wasn't Trump, it was uh Ivanka and her husband, Jared Kushner, who to be honest, I don't think should even serve in that administration. I mean oh, yeah. why? You know, just like I thought Hillary Clinton shouldn't uh be doing all the stuff she was doing as a first lady because they're unelected. You know, there's yeah. just so I had some consistency on that point. He said I think it was on Stephanopoulos' show, might have been a different one, said well, uh, you know, those two have hung around through the whole thing, and he goes, well, "Yeah, but uh, it doesn't make them above average." He goes, "You know, you wouldn't call cockroaches above average, and they'll survive a, nu- um, a nuclear war." And there was another guy on the panel, who sort of was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah. The look on his face was like, "Holy shit!" He wouldn't stand just, in front of a he wouldn't stand in front of some some guy he disagrees with and call him a cockroach. But that's he wouldn't also do that
0: offhanded dehumanization pe- that's going on, where they just
1: I. Paul Begala is not Hitler. That's not what I'm trying to say. But Hitler said the same thing about the Jews. Yeah.
0: Hitler said the Jews were cockroaches. I mean, that's, that's what it's come down to, though. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't so don't by think. that logic, is
1: Paul Begala an anti-Semite?
0: Well, it sure seems like a lot of Democrats are. Yeah. Which I'm actually surprised by.
1: Yeah, it's – nobody – you know, they can't have a debate about something. It's got to be name-calling. Yeah. And the reason they can't do it is they're – their ideas and their opinions on stuff can't hold up to scrutiny.
0: They have to go right to name-calling. Whose quote is it that's said uh, about the left and the right is that we th- we think they're wrong. They think we're evil. I can't remember who said I don't that. know, but, but it kind of is true at this point.
1: Well, and you go back to your, um, your MAGA hat example or the woman who slashed the tires. Um, I don't think there's much there's uh, someone who's got a whole lot more hate for the left than you. I mean, you're pretty out there on it, and uh, you don't apologize for any of it. Yeah,
0: I kind of despise most of them.
1: Yeah. If you saw someone with a Clinton bumper sticker on their car in front of you. I wouldn't do anything. But what would you think?
0: i think, ugh. Dummy. Ugh, i rolled my eyes. Yeah. That's as far as it would go.
1: You would never think of getting out of your car and fucking their car up.
0: Yeah, she's a criminal. She should be in jail. Yeah, yeah.
1: you wouldn't. Maybe you think she should be in jail, but you wouldn't get out of your car. You wouldn't sit in the parking lot and wait for that person to go in a store and then go slash their tires.
0: And I wouldn't assume that that person. I wouldn't make a whole bunch of assumptions about that person. I, I mean, the the probably the assumption I'd be I'd make would generally be, eh, someone who doesn't know what the fuck's going on.
1: Yeah, and I would. That's about it. I would probably just think dummy. Yeah, and roll my eyes. Yeah, you I know? wouldn't
0: think that fucking evil. F- oh, I and, wish I could fucking hurt that person.
1: And we're being anecdotal. Because there will certainly be people on the right who are going to do something like that. I mean, there was that guy at the uh, Trump rally who punched somebody who was protesting, you know, when he was being escorted out. He reaches yeah. over and punches him. So there yeah. are people I, like I saw that, that. You on the know right. what that
0: guy actually apologized to that guy? Yeah. Did, did you know? He's like, I don't know what came over me. It was stupid. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I'm very sorry. You don't hear that kind of shit from the left, do you?
1: No. And my point is there are certainly people like that on the right. But show me those actual Crimes that happen, as opposed to the made up ones that we get all the time. And we can show you tons of times when the left is doing that stuff because you can punch a Nazi.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, never mind that the Nazis are from the left. We've said it before. They are. Check it out. If you don't think that, you know, I, I can't help you. If you can't objectively understand that, then you're beyond help. But uh, they look at those people and say, I disagree with them. I would never punch a regular person, but they're so bad I can punch them, you know, as opposed to someone who says, you know, I, I just said someone should, you know, uh, someone would punch Paul Bagala, not should, would if he was standing in front of them and said that stuff. You know, that's someone who's personally attacking you. And in the moment, like this Trump guy, people get
0: hit. I'd probably bitch slap him before I punched him.
1: Well, I mean, you don't want to
0: hurt him too a much. Good backhand. Yeah. It'd be, so. it'd be funny as hell to see, too.
1: You know what's funny is a lot of times the left relies on the civility of people on the right, you know, when it comes to those things, yeah. when it really does. I mean, because, well, look at those, and we've said this before, and I don't want to see this happen. I, I really don't. But, you know, when the Patriot Prayer groups, is that the
0: Patriot Prayer? Joey Gibson is the lead of Patriot Prayer.
1: Are they the, the peaceful ones? Who are the guys yeah, who show Patriot
0: up? Are the peaceful ones. The proud boys show up to...
1: to the, who to, are the ones who show up with the guns?
0: Oh, uh...
1: Constitutional guys.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of groups. Uh, They're
1: Patriot something. Yeah. Um, pa- yeah. But anyway, you know, they show up at this stuff, and Anifa throws rocks at them and all that stuff, and I'm thinking, you are relying on all of them having their shit together, and not one of them going, God damn, these motherfuckers, I've had enough. Yeah. And just hosing them down.
0: Well, you know that happened in Charlottesville. Yeah. The guy ran people over with his car because he hated so hard. Well, and you know what? Maybe, maybe That didn't fucking happen. Don't even do that. No, maybe Because he maybe didn't it did. do that on purpose. He did not run people over because he went there with hate in his heart looking to kill people. Well, that did not happen. He ran into people in the street because he was scared. He was scared. He was scared, and he, he <laughs> over-fucking-reacted. He was a dimwit. That, that that ended up getting into a situation where he got scared. He got attacked by leftists and hit the gas, tried to get away, and ran into people. And they're acting like he's a fucking guy that showed up at this, at this rally in Charlottesville looking to murder minorities.
1: Okay, well, let me finish my point. Maybe he did show up there and did exactly what they said he did. But the next day, there was a guy, it might not have been the next day, but within a couple days... There was a guy who puts on a Confederate shirt, Confederate hat, has a gun over his shoulder and one on his hip, goes out to one of the Confederate... uh,
0: Salutes the statue.
1: Just stood there and saluted it. Wasn't bugging anybody. Wasn't doing anything. And four or five of these leftists get up in his face and they're yelling stuff at him and everything.
0: Spittle, flying, screaming at him.
1: Doesn't say a word, doesn't engage them, doesn't do anything. This is a guy who's got two fucking guns on him. Yeah. Right?
0: The police finally came and asked him if he'd leave. But
1: before that, they're relying on him to be civil. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, what they're doing is dangerous. Okay? There's no way if I saw a lefty that I disagreed with in a park, I don't care if it's open carry, I don't care what it is. I'm not gonna go up to that person and start bitching at him. I'm not gonna get in their face like that. That's just that's not smart. So the cops finally show up and escort this guy out and say, hey. Why don't you get in the car? We'll drive you out of here. And this woman comes up and goes. She said, "Oh, running like a little bitch, huh? Oh, Need the cops? God. Need the cops to protect you Dude. and all that?" And the cop just turns and looks at her and goes, "You're the problem here."
0: Yeah. She. He goes, "You're the problem." But here. that didn't sink in at all. But her. that
1: guy wasn't. He wasn't doing anything to anyone. No. I mean, he was a. He was using freedom of expression, but he's not hurting anybody. And they felt that they disagreed with this guy so much that they could basically try and provoke him into getting someone killed.
0: Yeah. Would have been great optics for them, they think.
1: Right? But they're just – they're not thinking. And I just – show me the people on the right who are doing that. I mean, honest to God, show me. You know? Because I, I, I'm not seeing it. And I'm looking. But we've got <laughs> – we got Jesse Smollett saying it happened. We've got every freaking hoax hate crime popping up all over the place. Because they're trying to prove that it's happening.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I'd. I'd be willing to bet. I don't know, 500 bucks that there's no uh, MAGA hat, you know, wearing guys or, or, or Trump supporters that report false hate crime against them. I suspect every one of those crimes that, that happened really did happen. Statistically. It has to have happened at some point. It just has to. Maybe. But, but I can't I, can't find it. Sure. And if if you could, they'd be preaching it from the news. The media would be preaching it from the rooftops. I mean, you'd be hearing about it.
1: Well, in the media's defense, it'd be hard to tell if one of them really happened because they keep showing light on the shitty ones that didn't.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Let's do a table topic. Really? Already? Yeah, sure. Well, we, otherwise, free. we forgot the last two episodes.
1: Yeah, too. we did. We got going. Uh, if you could be a foreign ambassador... Which country would you choose?
0: Uh, Somalia,
1: Sweden, bikini team,
0: right mm. there. Somalia.
1: Yeah, you would. You want
0: to know why? Why? No, you don't want to
1: know. Why. <laughs> I think the world can guess. What's your earliest memory?
0: My earliest, I, I don't, I don't know. My memories from childhood are so jumbled up. I don't know what age they're at. To be honest with you, so I couldn't tell you the earliest one. How about you?
1: Uh, you'll say bullshit when I tell you this. I remember, um, and I don't know how old I was. I had to be really, really young. But it was one of those things where I just, you know, I remember faces and stuff. I think it's where, as a kid, you, as a baby, you start pulling consciousness together and everything. And being carried someplace and thinking, I, I think I know where we're going. And picturing that thing in my head, and then we went there. And it was our house. So I think I was really young, like one and a half, two, and we were going from some relative's house to our home. But I remember, I mean, we didn't live in that house anywhere past me being like three, and I can still tell you the layout of that house. Hmm. I mean, the whole thing. So I remember playing with some kids on the street. I can't can not remember exactly what those kids look like, but I can kind of picture it, you know? Yeah, and so people will say, well, your memory, you're just, it's filling in. Right. It's filling in, but I remember being
0: there. I have a very vague memory. It's not really specific of the first, it was an apartment we lived in. And Last we, week? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was, me and my siblings, sibling or siblings, I'm not going to say, were pretty young at that point. And I remember eating something or drinking something I wasn't supposed to and getting the syrup of Ipecac. You know, you've heard about that, right? Or, yeah, or to make, put on
1: pancakes, to, isn't to, it?
0: to induce vomiting.
1: Oh, like Serstroming.
0: <laughs> and I remember getting syrup of Ipecac and having to drink a teaspoon of it to induce vomiting for some reason.
1: You know, I I mentioned that Serstroming thing, and we're going to do that. We're going to video that here in the next couple weeks. But uh, I remember hearing about syrup of Ipecac when I was uh, like 14 or 15, mm-hmm. and we had a bottle of it in our house. And yeah. they said, oh, if you smell it, you'll even puke. And I smelled it. I didn't puke. It didn't. It didn't smell like well, that. I think like it, it bad, took but...
0: actually taking a mouthful of it. Yeah, and, that's and then that and then once you swallow it down, it's not staying down.
1: But I've heard people say if you sniff it, you can puke. Yeah, it I don't too, remember so. the smell of
0: it, but yeah, that's a pretty early uh, memory. But I don't know why I would have had to do that. And I don't know if it was a babysitter or my Did you drink bleach? Is that what you did? Did you drink bleach? I don't know. I don't know if you're supposed to use Ipecac when you drink bleach.
1: No, you're not supposed to. Bleach comes back up. Yeah. Burns in the way. All right. One last one. Uh, what animal would you love to have as a pet? It's a stupid question. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Why? What animal would you have as a pet?
0: Um, One of those um, three-toed sloth. Have you seen those? Well, I, s- I suppose all sloths are three-toed. Why? Because they're like super slow and I've ever seen them like when they reach out their little paw and they grab for like a piece of fruit, all extra slow, like everything they do is in slow motion.
1: Do you know why that and is?
0: And then they nibble on it in slow motion.
1: Do you know why that is? They're, they consciously slow down because their metabolism would be too high and they starve. Saw that on the nature channel. Huh? Yeah. So it's, I mean, I'm not saying they think about it every day, but it's in sort of in their DNA that they've evolved to move really slowly to conserve energy. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, there's all kinds of weird pets I'd like to have. I, I Well, not forever, though. Like like some things when they get older are shitty. Like chimps. When they're, when they're young, they're fun. Flinging they poo turn into at monst- you. Then they turn into monsters. Yeah, they kill you. Yeah. They murder you. Rip your face off. Yeah, they do, pretty much. <laughs> uh, bite your fingers off and rip your face off.
1: Yeah, and they go for the eyes, the fingers, and the and, testicles. And the testicles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Three things you kind of need. Yeah. <laughs> you know? If they were just going to like pull your hair out, you'd be like, well, you know. But even like the little uh what are the little monkeys that people have? Capuchin monkeys?
0: Yeah, they're like white and black. Yeah. Those uh, are even nasty. Yeah, they can be they can get mean. Well yeah. there's a movie. Remember that movie it was a Stephen yeah, King book yeah. or whatever? They made a movie about a guy who was in a wheelchair and he couldn't couldn't move and he had that monkey taking care of him? Yeah.
1: Just trying to inject <laughs> him with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Look, here's what it comes down to. Don't trust lower primates. Yeah. You know?
0: I don't know. If I thought about it, there'd probably be a few other pets I'd want.
1: The only thing I ever thought of getting that would be cool is um, like a, a cockatoo or a parrot or something like that, but uh, they live to be like
0: 80 sometimes. I have a friend whose daughter had hiss- Madagascar hissing cockroaches as Duh. pets, and, and I went over to their house one day, and they're like, you want to see my pets? And I'm like, is it those fucking roaches? Because <laughs> they talked about it already. She's like, yeah. I'm like, not, not really. So she comes out, and I'm sitting on the couch. She's got like three of them in her hand. And they're huge.
1: Yeah, they're big.
0: And they're squir- squirming around, but they weren't hissing. She goes, they don't, they don't hiss all the time. Like, I don't want to hear yeah, it. if you
1: kind of flick them on the butt, they will.
0: Ugh.
1: My kid had uh, some guy who came to a school and was showing him those things. That I was volunteering at that day at school. Yeah, no. Yeah. No thanks. Then they get out. Yeah, they're like trying to think like they're like the size of a large pocket knife. Yeah. They're big. Yep. So, all right. That's enough table topics for now. All right. Let's talk about, uh, uh, let's go to the fine state of Connecticut, shall we?
0: Yeah. Connecticut's kind of a shit show.
1: <laughs> Where the uh, Supreme Court of Connecticut has decided that uh, Sandy Hook families can sue Remington, the maker of the Bushmaster AR-15 that uh, Adam Lanza used in the...
0: The scary assault rifle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So here we go. The Connecticut Supreme Court Thursday narrowly. This is dated March 14th. Uh, Connecticut Supreme Court uh, narrowly reversed a ruling by a lower court judge dismissing a lawsuit by the families and victims of Sandy Hook shooting against Remington Arms Company, allowing the case to proceed. In a 4-3 decision, the court re- uh, remanded the landmark gun case back to the Bridgeport Superior Court and possibly created a path that other mass shooting victims can follow to get around the federal protection of law and commerce arms act known as the PLCAA which has protected the manufacturers of the AR15 assault rifles from lawsuits the ruling paves the way for the families to subpoena internal documents on how the gun companies have marketed the AR15 which, is fucking which has become a uh, the weapon of choice for mass shooters which is bullshit
0: yeah it is handguns are
1: yeah The gun manufacturers have closely, uh, guarded information on how they market the assault weapons. Who
0: fucking cares how they market them? Uh, Hold on. It's a, it's a legal product.
1: That, no, no, no. This is, this is absolutely bullshit. The gun manufacturers have closely guarded the information on how they market the assault weapons. Marketing is your commercial campaign. You use it to raise awareness. So are they saying...
0: They want to know if they say, you know what we need to do? We need to target racists and emotionally unstable men the with I, our advertising. So wherever these men are, let's, let's make sure their advertising goes into the areas, like halfway houses, all kinds of places like that. That's where we need to focus our marketing. That's what they Is that what they think they're going to find?
1: Um, keeping your marketing information under wraps is the antithesis of the definition of marketing. Um, Anyway, this is a quote. There's a reason why this particular consumer product is the one that is used by people who want to inflict the most damage, and we have seen it uh, time and time again since my son and his classmates were killed, said David Wheeler, whose son Ben was killed in the Sandy Hook attack. The uh, That reason very likely potentially resides in the documents that have been uh, unable to look at until now. Okay, so the AR-15 is the Toyota Corolla or Honda Accord. Of shooting rifles, there's a billion of them. They're all over the place. It's a real simple design. Bushmaster makes an AR fifteen. Everybody, everybody
0: makes yeah, an AR fifteen. Remington makes the Bushmaster. Yeah, and okay. Before I get before we go too far, are they going to start suing the companies that make pressure cookers? Oh, let's motherfuckers. Let's not
1: let's not jump to that okay. quick. But as you said, most shootings are done with handguns.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And if you – I think the percentage of – if I remember this correctly, the percentage of people killed with rifles is less than 1% of gun crime. So the idea that this is the weapon of mass shooters and –
0: Well, Adam Lanza did it. I know. This is – it's – statistically, it's just – And I even hate saying that fucking guy's name.
1: It's fucking dumb.
0: It's just dumb. I mean, this has – this has uh, – Here's the thing. The lower court was right in throwing it out and saying this is bullshit. You can't sue on this.
1: The Supreme uh, Court almost threw it out too.
0: And then, yeah, what, four to three? Four to three. Uh, so the Supreme Court does this. And, and why? Why would they overturn that knowing full well that it's bullshit? They know that. Legally, it's bullshit. It's, it's not – it's, it's – uh, It's, I've heard this term before. I don't know. I can't, I don't know where this quote came from, but the process is the punishment. And what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're going to keep this open. This, these lawsuits can go forward so that Remington, who's already in financial trouble, can, can, basically go bank. Well, they already have filed for bankruptcy, but so they can just fold, fold shop, stop producing guns, and then that'll show them. That'll teach them. And you know what that'll do? That'll uh, send a message to all the other gun manufacturers, and they'll stop producing guns. Are you fucking stupid? That's not going to happen. And number, and another thing that's going to happen, if you make guns companies um, open up the door saying you can litigate against gun companies for how people use their products, um, then how, how does that stop you, like I said, from doing Uh, pressure cookers or anything else that's used in mass uh, mass killings and uh, or cars, vehicles that are used for that, for, for, uh, for like the trucks of peace.
1: Let me, let me use an analogy here. So I, first of all, I, I am willing to agree with you that there's a level of activism here, but let's just say there isn't let's, let's say that these justices actually believe this, that this is the right way to rule and they're not saying, you know what, this is going to be tied up in courts for three to five years before it gets to the Supreme Court, so that's the punishment. It's a distinction without a difference. The result is the same, whether they mean it that way or not. So let's assume for a second they don't mean it that way. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Again, it turns out to be the same thing. But this is similar to being able to say, I've heard people say, well, but you can sue a bar because they overserved someone and they drove home and killed someone. Right. You could. Just like if you. If you showed that these gun manufacturers were selling these guns to people who weren't allowed to have them.
0: Yeah, and, and knowingly.
1: Yeah, knowingly selling them to felons and stuff. Yeah. But you can't sue Jack Daniels because they provided alcohol that a yep. bar over someone and then they drove and killed somebody. Exactly. You can't do that. You could sue probably the gun seller if they find out that uh, the shooters uh, bought them illegally. In this case of Sandy Hook, they weren't. They were purchased uh, by the shooter's mother. Yeah, they're
0: either either purchased or stolen.
1: Yeah, so what's going to happen is this is going to go to the Supreme Court, the United States, and they're going to fucking slap it down and then say, you can't do that.
0: In the meantime, Remington's stuck paying lawyers and court costs and fees and this and that in the meantime.
1: You could make the argument that Remington's going to sell a shit ton of guns right now.
0: I would hope so. I would hope Bushmaster goes like crazy because I'm I'm sick to death of this shit. Minnesota. Had, well, that's
1: why you went out and bought two, right? But then they fell off your boat into the water.
0: Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, thinking Hillary was going to win. I went out and bought a gun I couldn't afford because <laughs> I knew it would be 10 times more expensive. And then you lost it ice fishing. And then I fucking took it out in the lake fishing and I fucking tipped the boat and lost it. Yeah, you're trying. I forgot the lake too. You're
1: trying Um, to shoot that fish. Don't even know which lake it was. No, I was just just there. Are a lot of lakes. I was just
0: bringing along to admire it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of lakes here. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it could, it could have been any of them. But this is this is just dumb. You know, I just hate this stuff. And you know, think about this. I was telling a friend this the other day. If nothing else that we want as conservatives comes out of the Trump presidency, pretty much cemented the court, the Supreme Court, being conservative
0: for a while. Oh, I, I, I'd love to get an actual like a dyed-in-the-wool uh, Scalese.
1: Well, I think, I think Gorsuch is.
0: I don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah, I, I think based on how he did wrote. I say his name right? The one that Scalia just out. Scalia I said yeah. I meant
1: Scalia. I no, I think I think Gorsuch is one of those, and I know, and I don't want to get into this. You and I disagree, but uh, Roberts is one. Yeah. And, Meh. Yeah, and I think Kavanaugh is too. So not. Not Scalia, but I mean, constitutional. I would like to get one
0: more just to be sure.
1: I would too. So, but I if don't, that happens,
0: that'll be the think, super super duper success. For I don't Trump think presidency. RGB
1: can hang yeah. on. You know, yeah. Um, Especially, she may not make it to the next election. But she's uh, if she does, and Trump gets elected, she's not making it through the second one. So,
0: yeah. and then Minnesota again is pushing for gun control. Now, um, they just had a a rally when Michelle Obama former first lady the first lady of style according to a lot of um style magazines back when she was uh first the actual first lady um she was here in minnesota and and they had a rally uh at the same time for more gun control measures and uh you know she she but was part of that or did she have a speech before that is it well what it'd happened?
1: be weird if she was because you know they gave a bunch of guns to mexico
0: you know yeah Fast yeah. and Furious is what that – look it up.
1: Yeah. I mean, but, you know, that was really a scandal-free presidency. Of course. Didn't have anything like Fast and Furious or Benghazi. But, well, speak. you know, by the way, she's the only one that scared me. She – if of people who could run for president, I don't think anyone who's popped up, including Beto. I Bob. Yeah, Bob, <laughs> who announced yesterday – he shot himself in the foot when he said – you know, he's from El Paso. And he's like, yeah, tear down the existing wall. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people in El Paso are going – Oh, cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I, I don't think so, but including him, everybody who's shown up so far, I don't think any of them, like I said before, I think, uh, Kamala scared me a little bit because she hit all the intersectional stuff and everything. And she's from California, but then she started talking about reparations and her, her great grandfather is a Jamaican slave trader and her dad has talked about it. She does
0: not, she doesn't have charisma either. So,
1: well, I, there's nobody in that field that scares me. Uh, I mean, I think you could say Biden kind of does, but he's not going to get out of a primary. There's no way.
0: Biden doesn't scare me.
1: But Michelle Obama does. If Michelle Obama ran, she'd fucking win. And,
0: and I don't think she's a problem because she's a force of nature. Or she's got a great personality or she's got a, a command of the topics or anything. I don't think it's any of that. I just think it's the the fact that she was married to Barack and the, and the good time feelings that, that, uh, that gave all these liberals and women and cucks. Um, that would just transfer over to her because she really has she really is kind of anti charismatic in my opinion. I mean, her husband had moments where he would where I actually where he'd make a joke or self depreciate or something, and I'd laugh and I go, oh, that was pretty good. You know, I've never seen that from her.
1: Yeah, well, just like Hillary didn't have that either. No. But the difference is Michelle is likable to a lot of people. Hillary is not. A I think she's
0: likable because it's it's just the. It's it's the Obama presidency, the feel-good of the Obama presidency leeching onto her. She's not a likable person.
1: Yeah, well, that's a matter of opinion. But I think there's enough people who would like to see all or some of those things. Either they like her, they like the intersectionality of it, they liked him so much they can't stand Trump. I think if she ran, she'd win. Okay. But I don't think she's going to run.
0: All right. Well, I but. don't think so either. Yeah, I don't But so. we're, we were talking about how, uh, Connecticut was a shit show because of that. But also we didn't talk about this last time because we kind of ran out of time. No but, pun intended. Yeah. The, the, here's the, uh, Breitbart article. Uh, transgender runners take first and second in Connecticut high school track championships. And one of them actually, uh, broke a record. So, uh,
1: broke a record for
0: that was a hundred meter for, dash sprint. for men. No, for women. Oh, that's right. Because he
1: didn't come close to breaking the men's record. Yeah.
0: So, And I feel particularly qualified to talk about this because I identify as an elderly, disabled, black, diabetic, lesbian. Okay. I'm adding something every time to it. You are. uh, You forgot
1: uh, disabled.
0: No, I I said disabled.
1: Oh, but haven't you thrown an amputee
0: before? Well, I'm disabled both physically and mentally, but I decided that's too much to add. Okay. If somebody asks, well, what's your disability? I'll go, well... It's physical and mental.
1: You're black in America.
0: <laughs> you said it. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read this real quick here. Uh, and, and you see the picture of these dudes running? I mean, these are basically... They're not dudes. What are they?
1: They're women.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck you. They're whammon. All right. So aren't they?
1: Isn't that the new word?
0: Several transgender students have dominated high school track and field competitions in Connecticut for the last few years And once again, transgender teen runner Andrea Yearwood has topped most of the field in the state championships. It's (laughs) ma'am. Yearwood has been running for Cromwell High School in Cromwell, um, uh, Connecticut, for the past few seasons, the Washington Times uh, reported. But this year, Yearwood was not alone in topping the field. Indeed. Indeed. Two transgender students took the top spots in the nutmeg state.
1: Two women.
0: <laughs> Yearwood came in second place this year, as transgender student Terry Miller of Bloomfield High's High beat Yearwood and the rest of the biologically female field of competitors.
1: Is it Terry with an eye and a little heart over it?
0: Well, they put T-E-R-R-Y, so I don't oh. know. But as the Times reported, some in Connecticut are objecting to the situation. Just some, though. So here's a quote. We all know the outcome of the race before it even starts. It's demoralizing. Um, and that's, end quote, biologically. F- and I love how they had to preface. Biologically female teen runner, Selena Soul said.
1: <sighs> I think she came in third.
0: Yeah. The, the fact that they have to preface it now with biologically female.
1: Well, there was a one of these... One of these women was on... Oh, wait.
0: Uh, go ahead. Uh, here's the rest of her quote. Quote, I fully support and am happy for these athletes mm-hmm. for being true to themselves. She's the one I'm thinking of. They should have the right to the, to express themselves in school, but athletics has always had extra rules to keep the competition fair, unquote. She is so... She, this is a quote she should never she have had to say. She doesn't want to offend I know, anybody. and that's what... It's, it's infuriating. Coaches, parents... Uh, girl, the the women competitors, the the teenagers, girls, whatever, they should not fucking stand for this. They shouldn't couch any. They shouldn't do any of this. Well, Meely, my, you know, she deserves. It. I can't believe you have so much hate in your heart. I can because of how I identify. Oh, okay. So it's okay. Okay, I won't get in trouble for this. <laughs> I say whatever I want.
1: Did you hear what their solution to it was? The two women who won. Did you hear what they, they said when they asked them, well, what do you think about these other the girls and what they're crop. saying? No. <laughs> run faster.
0: Well, pretty much, yeah. yeah good pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> they should just run. They should be happy for us, and they should just run faster. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so – and that girl that, that we just quoted, Salim uh is it Sule or Soul? S-O-U-L-E.
1: I th- I think it's Soul, and I, I think she was on Laura Ingram's yeah. show.
0: Soul's point of fairness was also recently raised by tennis great Martina Navitrilova. The multiple Wimbledon winner said males should not be allowed to compete against females. No matter how many hormones they take or how much surgery they've had, they are still males born with a male strength and physical traits. traits or traits, sorry, she said. I see.
1: That was a little slip there We had. God. Navratilova wrote a
0: long op-ed revealing her feelings against transgender athletes being allowed acceptance under their chosen gender, calling the idea that men can compete as women insane and cheating, but her candor and considered opinion were too much for the gay advocacy group Athlete Ally. Athlete Ally released a statement last week accusing Navratilova of being transphobic, of course, and adding that she, quote, has been removed from her advisory board as an Athlete ally ambassador effective immediately in quote. Ooh. Harsh. Um, this is insanity and bullshit and needs to fucking stop. And you know what? Um, just recently, one of the first um people to to legally um uh, be able to c- be considered uh, non binary. Did you hear about this? No. I I didn't have time to to get the um the article on this one, but basically he said it was a fiasco. He he was kind of a victim of this trans movement, where he just has a mental a mental. He had nothing physically wrong with him that would make him f- make him think that he's a woman. Wait, it, who's this again? It Sorry? was one of the first people that got. Went to court to, to, oh, yeah, to be yeah. considered yep. non-binary. First non-binary person, yeah. And he said every step of the way it was a disservice to him um, what they did because they basically promoted him um, going um, buying into his delusion and his and his problem instead of treating him, which as a mental illness, which is what it was. And he realized that recently. He said, "Yeah, it's a mental illness. It's a problem." And they they were so wound up in this this trans um, movement that they every step of the way were pushing 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 to have him do this as if that was going to be what helped him and he says that's not what i needed what i needed was um psychiatric care um psychological care the part they leave out
1: though is that he only said that after the alt-right put him through conversion therapy <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure yeah that's what happened
1: well it's funny because martina navratilova has sort of been outcast by this and i i was just Google searching check quick to see if I could find it. But I had heard that Billie Jean King sort of came out and defended Martina saying, yeah, women should not be competing against men or biological well, men. Then, and, and they yeah. were saying no to Billie Jean King. I of mean, course. seriously?
0: Well, and then think, if you watch this clip of these two dudes beating these, women, these girls running – it's ma'am yeah they they are dudes there's nothing about them that's I
1: don't think they've I don't feminine. think they've even done hormone therapy
0: no yet. hormone therapy they had the giblets they got everything uh they they are running as men just saying they're woman and they got braids they got long hair so yeah dead.
1: I I know that they haven't gone through uh surgery yeah but I don't know for a fact that they have that they've Haven't taken hormones. I heard they had not taken hormones. I don't
0: care. And that's the argument that pisses me off lately. Is this a, well, you know, there's the amount, and if they've been on the hormones for a certain amount of years and blah, blah, blah. Now,
1: I'm just saying it to be factually correct.
0: Not you, though. I'm talking about when people say, they say, well, maybe if the person, if if the male transitioning has been through... The the hormone therapy for a certain number of years, and their testosterone level is lower. And a lot of times, their testosterone level is lower than the females because these estrogen injections are really um, taking out their testosterone. So they're actually at a disadvantage. Thank you, Chris Cuomo. Fucking bullshit! It doesn't matter. Yeah, they still have have the the muscle, muscular density. You have bone density. You have heart size. You have lung capacity. But you do have softer skin.
1: Now that you've had the hormones. <laughs> so it makes them like, more aerodynamic. You have
0: – yeah. It, it's, it, but it's like when uh, Joe Rogan said that when he was talking about that the Phelan Fox was such a transgender fighter that obliterated uh, opponents and uh, broke the skull of one of the opponents. Yeah, with a knee, didn't she? Knee to the face and, and busted up her eye socket. The, her, uh, Phelan Fox, the dude, transitioned to a woman, fought him, fought other women like a piece of shit he is. Which who would ever ma'am. who would ever fucking do that is a fucking piece of shit. Um, he he busted up this woman's face, and one of the opponents said, "I've never been so physically outmatched in my life fighting because because well, you're fighting a fucking man." And Joe Rogan said, Take a "Look at my hand. Yeah,
1: he did. Rogan's got God, he's
0: got a big, hand big, like big a meaty hands. Yeah, friggin' rump roast. I'm 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 fed up with it. I, I'm really sickened by it, and it's it's pervasive, and it's. It seems like it's a sociopathy where it's spreading where the acceptance of it is is making more people think, "Well, hey, I'm non-binary, I'm not I'm I'm transgender. It's okay. I can do everything, girl." I
1: well, you know, I gave you shit for bringing up nefarious stuff before, so I'm going to be a hypocrite and turn around and sort of think about it for a second with these two uh these two trans runners. You know, I I think it seems to me that they are obviously gay, gay guys. So I, you know, they're extremely effeminate. Again, don't care. Well, yeah. But they, I just wonder if they're sitting there going, you know what? I don't like competing with the boys because I don't really feel like a boy. I feel like a girl inside, and I like, I like uh, other boys. So I must be a girl. And uh, they decided to just do this, and people accept it. It's just bullshit. Well, you me, shouldn't accept
0: let it. Let me tell you something.
1: But. On top of that, part of me wonders if they did this because they can win. Because that record that the one set, I think they got. He got under seven in the hundred meters. I, I think I'm, the gal that you were mentioning, so Selena Soul or whatever her name was, she was on. Uh, I think it was her was on um, Laura Ingram's show, and she was doing the whole thing about oh, I support these uh, these women, blah blah blah. But she did point out that. The woman who would have won, if she was, if the other two weren't there, her time was something like seven two five, and these two guys were like seven o five and six something, which is huge. It's a, a huge, huge difference. difference. And she said, "So now there's only only seven people, the top seven or whatever, go on to state to compete. Yeah. So two of them that would have been in there don't get to go." Now their chances of getting into college on a team are much lower because they didn't get to state. And she said because these results aren't set up by they – they don't uh, designate trans people at all. They're going to look at that and say, well, geez, your time is way off from the winner. But that record time doesn't even come in the top of the, of the men's field. Right. Yeah. So part of me does wonder, did they do this because they know they can win? But I mean this whole shit about they should be happy for us and just run faster.
0: Absolutely not. These girls that feel like they have to, you know, couch their disappointment in in saying all these pretty flowery things about them is is bullshit. They shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Um and also you're saying, you know, these guys are obviously gay. I don't know. Because I've known transgenders that that say they're lesbians. Yeah. But I'm a lot of them do that. They and basically what they are is they're just you take you have a a sexual up your sexual deviancy, a kink. You like to wear women's clothes, or you like to what is it? Cro- you're a crossdresser. You why know? are you
1: looking at me when you say that?
0: I'm, I'm like really zeroing into you. <laughs> uh, you like like to dress up and wear women's underwear, right? Because it's a kink. It's what? A, it's again. A sexual, why, why are you sexual, coming at me with this? A sexual pregnancy and <laughs> jabbing my finger in your direction. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. So so they take this kind of sexual quirk, this kink, this kind of perversion. for for lack of a better word. Well, there probably is a better word, but I'm going to call it perversion. Um, And they take that and they go, well, I feel so good. And it starts out as, you know, I'm getting off on wearing women's clothes. But then, you know, that that goes away. And now it's just I feel so comfortable wearing women's clothes.
1: I I wouldn't be surprised if you find a lot of really young boys, you know, like the three to six range, who play dress up in women's clothes. What because their their mom does, they well, probably at that age closely associate with their mom.
0: Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say there's anything wrong with them doing that. Just to, no. I mean, because it's just at that age, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I mean, you're not as a as a father, you'd be like, yeah, that's yeah. But duh, if you've got an activist
1: parent at that point, who goes, oh, you must be a girl,
0: and and there are oh, out absolutely there. Yeah. there. Um, but but and what makes me mad about these a lot of this transgender bullshit is that these these guys they go through and say I'm transgender I am a woman now um but I'm a lesbian woman and I'm going to hang out with other ladies and be all cool with them because I'm a woman and they're a woman and we're going to we're going to do girl talk and we're going to braid each other's hair and then I'm going to fuck them
1: <laughs> was it I think it's Riley Dennis who's a big YouTuber trans yeah. trans woman I have I have no way of knowing but I've heard that Riley Dennis is an intact male, mm-hmm. you know, biologically male. Has and, his ween. And that he and his girl, sorry, she and her girlfriend still have sex involving him having... The all in and out? Yeah, him putting his dick in her. And she's like, well, but I'm a lesbian because I'm with this woman. And the woman is saying, well, I'm a lesbian because
0: she's a lesbian. Now is it the butthole? <laughs> Cause that makes a difference now, uh, but it, there's no, the, that would mean Riley Dennis's <laughs> girlfriend is really a man. There's the thing about the uh, they were I, what what country was it? They were putting transgender in with the in the population of prisons. They were putting transgender, so men who said they were women, putting them in with the female populace, and they had to nix that really quick because guess what was happening? Dudes were raping women in women prison, women's prisons. The dudes that said they were women. So, it's just nuts. Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs>
1: well, again, I don't know how many times I've said this. Who the fuck cares what you are? I don't...
0: If if you... You can act... You can dress Femi. Yeah, can, if you're a you man can, and
1: you want to wear dresses... And you want to wear
0: makeup, go right ahead. You're still a fucking man. If
1: your name's Patrick and you want to be called Patrice, who fucking cares? Just don't tell me that I have to say you're a woman.
0: And and don't, don't demand to put yourself in situations f- that are meant for women, like sports or restrooms or anything where uh, uh, a, a shelter we talked about this before on many podcasts ago about a woman two women that were in a, yeah. a woman's shelter that were escorted out told to leave because they were uncomfortable because there was a man there was a man in there uh in the women's shelter Bam. yeah a transgender man in the women's shelter and they felt uncomfortable so guess who had to because leave? they
1: had been uh they'd been um victims of domestic violence hadn't they yeah
0: that's yeah and so they're like i don't feel comfortable with a man in here with us that's what i'm getting away from men
1: that's a woman and that's hate yeah. speech so you get out to go oh, fuck you <laughs> the world's crazy <sighs> so
0: well you like it when i get animated like this don't you no okay so I'm, all, I'm a little worked up i don't know why
1: i prefer when you just shut up and agree with me mm-hmm. which is never <laughs> yep <laughs> all right i i want to get to one more thing before we're done here okay I want to talk about the Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> right ahead. I went and saw it. Cuck.
0: No, I thought it was fine. My kids wanted to see it, so I took them. You should have taken them to Alita Battle Angel instead, like a real man.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see that movie. I know. I'm, I mean,
0: it's... I know. I I, I, I joke a bit because it, it's, it's based a, on an anime yeah, or I'm a manga in and you're not into that stuff. No, I get I'm not. It.
1: Um, although I, I admit from the previous it did look cool. It
0: visually is fantastic. Story's blah, whatever, who cares? Pop so
1: movie. there was a ton of stuff in Captain Marvel that was like you're just like, Really? Are you are really gonna do that? Like there was one point where somebody said, um, made a comment about America being a shithole country and it was sort of that inside joke, like, Yeah, we know it's a shithole, don't we? And I was like, Really? You're gonna do
0: that? I didn't even hear about that one.
1: Yeah, there was something like that. I, I was just thinking of it afterwards. And then there was the one super douchey pilot who comes up to me and is like, you know what they call it, a cockpit, right? You know, you can't yeah. fly. And um, I I mean, I wasn't – there were times in the movie I thought it was mildly annoying, to be honest. Uh, Brie Larson was a better actor than I thought she would be. Now, I'm, I was expecting like a one on a scale from one to ten, and she was about a three.
0: That's still pretty bland.
1: Yeah, and so I mean, the effects were cool. The, uh, ben Mendelsohn, who plays, um, he plays one of the other characters. I don't want to say good guy or bad guy because it's given part of the movie away. He was fantastic. That's I, what didn't, I, heard. I didn't, I yeah. didn't even know who he was. I he was, um, he was the bad guy in Rogue One. He yeah. was the imperial guy, but or empire guy. Anyway, uh, he was great in it. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson was just there. You know, he
0: wasn't. I heard. I heard their banter was okay. Sam Jackson and, and, and uh, Brie Larson was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It was okay.
1: There was nothing cool about it. It was
0: another thing. was like forgettable, right?
1: Yeah, it was totally forgettable. Um, you
0: said the special effects were good because the previews didn't show any good special effects, in my opinion. I think
1: that if uh, if I would have seen uh, the movie based on the trailer. You know, I would have been excited, but I I looked at that trailer and was like, you didn't do any of the good stuff. Whoever put that trailer together just wasn't that good. Um, I thought how they gave her her powers was stupid.
0: Yeah, that's what I saying.
1: And But I thought, like, Jude Law's in it. Jude Law's a really good guy. He's always good. Yeah, Yeah. he's good. Um, But the thing that I thought was funny, you know, I saw the Wonder Woman movie, and I thought
0: Gal Gadot was great in it. Yeah, she had a very, uh, a very good presence. Right.
1: That's a character you know something about. They developed the character really well. They said how she got her powers and all that stuff. Um, and you know that character. And so even though there were times in that movie, you're like, she's not really in danger.
0: Especially she, at the end.
1: She can yeah. beat up whoever's
0: here. Third act was a bit bad.
1: This is even more so. There's no point in this movie where you're like, oh, Captain Marvel can get beat up. But I will say, um, you know, it's one of those things I want to say when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. The whole thing about the the girl standing up and it's like, oh, you know, girls stand up and all that. I saw it in the trailer and I was like, oh, that's dumb. In the context of the movie, they did it well. They showed through, like, her whole life she'd been knocked down. And there was one point where she's facing the bad guy who goes, just stay down. And they flash back to all the times she's been through this stuff and stood up. And it was... It was a really weak version of
0: what they did with Steve Rogers. I was gonna say, yeah, Captain America sounds yeah. like it did it better.
1: And so the whole, th- yeah, he did do it better. the The thing because all she does is stand up holding the fist, where Steve Rogers stands up and goes, "I can do this all day."
0: Yeah, that's a great line.
1: And it was a great line
0: because it was a both- callback to when he was when he was a weak, scrawny kid. He said the same thing. Yeah,
1: it's both times he did it. Yeah. It was awesome. I mean, the, especially when he was the weak, scrawny kid, and he's getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Um, but. The whole thing was, I'm watching this, going, this movie would be way cooler if I was interested in the character. Yeah, and I'm not because not because it's a woman. I can't say I was super interested in the Wonder Woman character, but
0: I liked that movie. Um,
1: Captain Marvel's just a nothing well, character. They, they
0: could have made it an interesting character if if everybody's saying she just was miscast in this. She should Brie Larson for one. She was miscast because she just, she wasn't, she wasn't, she didn't carry off the, the superhero persona. Also, she's a raging bitch away from the movies. She talks too much shit online. So that's another thing that, that you know, hates men, all that kind of shit. Intersectionality, you know, all that kind of crap. So, yeah, I just, and, and here's the thing, all the other Marvel guys, they do it too. They're all liberals. They'll do it. But they they weren't talking shit about the audience b- before they were even in the movie or before the movie even came out. Well, they're not all liberals. Well, a lot of them are. Chris Pratt's not. Except him, yeah. Uh, and that, let's let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are all characters I couldn't give two well, shits about before, before, before. But they had charismatic actors playing the roles. Before we
1: get to that one quick, you know, the, the thing about this that I thought, you know, it, it just – when when I'm looking at it and saying there's, you know, there's nobody in this – movie I really care about that much. Like you're saying with Guardians of the Galaxy, they didn't really grow into it. But I mean, like I said, Captain Marvel's just an it's a nothing character. No one's a- and so they were cramming it down your throat. And before I hear anybody giving that bullshit about, you know, oh well if it was a Captain America movie you'd love it. Uh, because it's a man, I'm like, make a Black Widow movie. It would be cool. I would go see a Black Widow movie.
0: Well, I went and saw Lead Battle Angel. I'm not into manga. <laughs> but i do like sci-fi stuff and the and the special or the previews showed me like made me want to see it because they were fantastic and so i go it's a strong it's a power a strong woman who actually has no she she is she's built to be a fighter so she doesn't there's no like montage showing how she gets better how you know she has to fight and she loses and she gets better. It, there's none of that. She's actually built to fight, so she knows how to fight right off the bat. Right. And she, but she does. She loses her memory, and this is kind of the same thing. Brie Larson, her character in Marvel, loses her memory. Alita has a memory loss, but she still has instinctually can fight. So she mm-hmm. gets in these situations where um, she all of a sudden pulls out a kung fu move and didn't realize she was doing it, and and, and that kind of triggers a memory, and she's like, well, I have to go fight some more to trigger more memories. And so that made sense, but it wasn't like a growth. And she started out as a badass and, you know, a little bit, she was unstoppable. She, she got her ass handed to her a couple times in the movie, but once she, tore, midway through, there was no stopping her, yeah. but I still enjoyed the movie. I thought it was cool. But here's the thing. Nobody on, the, on that set, no actor, no director, nobody in that talked shit about their audience beforehand. Yeah. And they didn't say this is a message about women's power and men suck. You know, it was just, it was just, there was good guys, there were good guys, there were bad guys, there was bad females, there was bad, there was bad guys, there was good guys, there was good females. It was a mix, like in real life. And that was what was nice about it. It was none of this bullshit.
1: Well, I, you know, when you think about, I hadn't thought about it in the context of Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, those characters in that, in that movie aren't anything like the characters in, in the comics. Yeah, but that's. Those five characters aren't together. Yeah. You know, and uh, Star-Lord isn't like the character in the movie, but they were cool, and they made you like them, and they were well-written. I mean, like when uh, when uh, Quill's trying to seduce um, Gamora, and she's like, I'm not going to have any of your pelvic sorcery. You're just laughing, going, well, that's just silly. Yeah. It was funny, you yeah. know? But think about this. Two of the actors in that main group were just voice guys, and one of them said the same three fucking words the entire time. And it was still a great movie.
0: Yeah. The thing about uh, Captain Marvel is that it's a character that's been forced and and, and pushed on everybody from the the books to the movie. And all it is is Marvel going, oh, shit, we don't have a Wonder Woman in our stable. Yeah. We need a Wonder Woman.
1: But look at, you know, I'm just thinking of this as we're mentioning this, Aquaman, who I liked as a kid. You know, just because I thought he was that sort of different character. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, the Super Friends. I liked watching it on the Super Friends. But when you look at Aquaman, he's a stupid character, yeah. and they redid it. Jason Momoa is to have great. Jason Momoa, yeah. and he's he's awesome. No, I didn't see the latest Aquaman movie, but I saw the it's it's I saw it's, the Justice
0: League movie. It's Very entertaining,
1: and he's amazing in it. Yeah, you know. And there's none of this stuff about you know uh, he's this way or that way or that's not the character or the character was stupid because the character is stupid. I mean, the guy. Talks to fish, you know. But in the movie, they make him super cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they just did
0: a great job. They didn't do that for Captain. Well, Marvel. and Momo is a very charismatic actor. Yeah. So that that's what it comes down to. If they would have had, they could have had Captain Marvel played by the right actor, and it would have it would have helped quite a bit.
1: Who do you have any idea or who should have been?
0: I think the age age wise, I think a lot of these actresses that that have the 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 personality for it are probably too old to play the the role now. Okay. So, so like can- El- Emily Blunt is a good example of a character, a, a woman who has like that kind of like she's small and petite but she's got that forceful she was in uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. With um with she, Tom Cruise. It she was, was that, really good that, that time that time uh travel where he was going back in time, kept going back in time and getting killed and she was kind of a fighter. Yep. Um she she I think she's a bit too old to play the part right now. I think she was Cap- good. I know but you see what yeah. I'm saying there are women that could do that. And maybe there's an up-and-coming star that, that could do that. There's probably plenty of them out there that that would be able to do that. Just Brie Larson. She's a Academy Award winner. we got to have her. Yeah, for a movie nobody she's saw. She's got gravitas. Yeah.
1: Well, real quick, there's a, a YouTuber, I think I'm getting this right, called Quartering.
0: Yeah, uh, the Quartering.
1: I've never seen him before. Oh, yeah. But he was just doing a thing on the uh, Captain Marvel Conspiracy But you know it's gonna make he goes, it's gonna make a good amount of money. It's gonna make make money. It it had a seventy-two percent drop-off on Monday. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy had a seventy-four percent drop-off, the second one did. And the second one wasn't a good movie. To be honest, this Captain Marvel movie was better than the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie for me. But it wasn't anywhere near close to the first one. But his point was so the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 movie had a 74% drop-off, so slightly less than this movie. It still made $860 million worldwide. Yeah. This movie's going to be fine. They'll make money. But he he said there have been reports coming in from theater workers saying, you know, we had pre-sale tickets for this that people didn't show up for. That they were having, you know, 30 seats available
0: so in, a, the in a movie theater.
1: Quartering is saying the uh, conspiracy theory is that Disney did. That's nuts. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, I can see some activist um, organization that has some money to blow going. Yeah, we need to. We need some feminist, you know, activist well, organization.
1: Disney's got money to blow, and they're sort of activists. Maybe that seems a little weird, though. But it's their movie. Yeah. So it's possible. But they were saying, by comparison, they had other movies that were uh, that were that weekend that had maybe four people who didn't show up for pre-sale yeah.
0: tickets. Well, you know, the the word is too. Though. The theater
1: that I went to was not full.
0: The Rotten Tomatoes had. Um, they had a bunch of reviews. Um I mean we talked about this before about the the want to see metrics and all that. We won't get into that but that was hate speech. But Rotten Tomatoes had the critic score and then they had the audience score after it came out. And the audience score was like down to like twenty seven percent. And they had I think like six thousand reviews. Um or was it it was more than that. It was because uh, they got purged. So I think maybe it was like fifty six thousand reviews and Rotten Tomatoes purged a bunch of them down to like 6,000 reviews. And then um, that didn't help so much. It brought it up from like 27% to 34% just by purging you know, of the trolls is what they did. And then just a little while later, it was up to 16,000 reviews within hours. Um, and so um, Comic Artist Pro Secrets, Ethan Manskyver, He's he's been on top of this too. And he goes... He goes, uh, he looked up some of the reviews, the five-star reviews that were put on there, and they were all, they all, the exact same quote, like, like one after another, after another, after another, the exact same quote, this movie was fantastic, blah, blah, blah. And it was like word for word. So it was, they talk about how, you know, the trolls are, are, you know, uh, review bombing this movie. It's like, uh, the amount of trolls review bombing it or so-called trolls, I'll bet you there's more. Review bombing on the other direction, like the positive review bombing it to make it, you know, be, seem better than it is. So I think it probably cancels it out.
1: Well, it's funny to me. I mean, I saw a lot of YouTubers I like and respect, like Amazing Lucas. He's like, ah, oh, this movie's trash. And Tim yeah, Pool said the same thing. I didn't did think it like was. It. I didn't think it was trash, but. It, you know, in the end, it was just it was and, a movie. It but you're also not a you're also
0: not a comic guy. You never were, right?
1: No. And there was one thing. It's a spoiler, so I won't say what it was. But Lucas said, "Look, they did this in the movie, which is different than the comics, and everybody knows that. And if that's true, and I have every reason to believe it is, yes, that would totally change my opinion of the movie. Yeah. If they did that thing opposite of what the comics was, and I told you what it was, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do it here. But uh, if that's true, yeah. Totally. That changes my review of the movie. But anyway, I think we need to wrap this up. We're right. long on time. And to be honest, I can't stand your misogyny anymore.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to get a hold of us, it's rooster at podcast.com for email. Or crow at podcastcom
1: Let me add one more thing here quick uh, before I mention the Facebook page. Uh, uh, crow and I were having a discussion about someone he knows. Um, and I, I know people like this, too, who are you know, generally have uh beliefs that are sort of in the same sort of sphere as ours, but haven't heard of a lot of these things we talked about. And to be honest, guys, that's why we do this podcast. We're not we're doing it because it's fun, but we also we're trying to throw out topics there that we hope people will look into more, like the Tommy Robinson stuff and you know, things that mainstream media is just not reporting, but they are important and they're worth
0: looking into. Or they're only hearing one side of
1: it. Yeah, and but for the most part probably not hearing at all. Yeah. So Um, you know, we're not doing this because we're making any money on it. We've never asked for money. Probably never will ask for money. We're just doing it for fun and, you know, just a sense of these are things people need to know. So what I would ask is that if you've got a friend like that out there um, who's not listening to the podcast, you know, that sort of believes along the same lines, but as as conservatives, we generally kind of want to just mind our own business and they don't know about this stuff, bring it up to them. You know, whether they listen to the podcast or not, we'd love them to. But, you know, talk about some of these subjects with them because, you know, the left is weaponizing this stuff.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
1: it, it we got to fight back a little. So be informed.
0: Yeah, keeping your head in the sand or just keeping, keeping under the radar and living your life isn't going to be good enough. I mean, you, you kind of have at le- at the very least know what's going on. You don't have to be an activist. You don't have to, like, get all up in everybody's faces and start, you know, getting part, be part of a movement or anything. But just know when things are being either misreported or not reported and why you're not getting information that you should have.
1: Yeah. So we're not asking you to go out there and beat down any liberals and stuff. We're just asking <laughs> you to, you know, share this. We would prefer you share the podcast on the Facebook page, which is Bread and Circuses podcast on Facebook, because um, we'd love to have more listeners. But the big thing is really we just want to get the news out there so people are more informed. So, and with that, we'll catch you next time. See ya, bye.